where nobody knows your name is not filmed in front of a live audience. Hello and uh, welcome to Where Nobody Knows Your Name. I'm John. And I'm James. We're on the ninth episode of Cheers, Coach Returns to Action. And he sure does. In a, in, a, in a big Style. way. Style. You know, this is a classic Coach episode. Yeah, way back in 25th of November, 82. 1982, yeah. Now, uh, who we got on the uh, details here, Directed by... Let me guess, let me guess. James Burroughs. You're damn right, John. There we go. It's as, it's as if he's uh, done every episode. So far, he has indeed. And it's written by Earl Pomerantz. It's good, a good episode, eh? What was the last episode he did? I believe it was episode two. And if it was, we can see that he's back in uh, back in good form as he uh, shows us a bit more, a bit more of a dynamic of Coach. And um, I suppose Coach is surprised with Coach in this episode because Coach has uh, fallen in love a little bit. And it's adorable. It is adorable. Who's Nina? Oh, just a girl who moved into my building today. I helped to move some of her stuff in. A, uh, a younger woman has uh, moved into his apartment block, and he's uh, he's taken a shine to her, and hopefully she's took a shine to him. Yes, and it was interesting to see an episode that explored the themes of romance with the elderly. I think especially um, in terms of the other episodes, it's always been, in terms of a romantic figure, it's always either been Sam or Diane at this point. Yes. And Coach has always kind of been a a bumbling fool Mm. uh, who gives some advice here and there. So it's been nice that in this episode it's kind of flipped on its head and Diane's took quite a sort of nurturing sort of mentor for Coach in this episode. A film that age and romance, you know, it's, it's something which is rarely explored. It really kind of shows that Coach does worry about his age. You know, he does worry about how age has changed him over the years. I don't know if you've ever read Love in the Time of Cholera. Well, a large part of that book is about how age and the fear of aging affects one's relationships, you know, romantic or friendships. And I think it was quite insightful for them to display those themes in a Cheers episode, only in episode nine. We've said it before, Cheers covers a lot of ground in its first season, its freshman season. It covers a lot of the themes, pulling out all the stops. And I think it's, it's a really nice way to sort of diversify how we perceive characters that have been established quite well over the course of the first few episodes. And then another way that that's kind of diversified is we're given a perspective on Sam where all of his moves aren't working. And then he has to adjust within that scenario and he's not comfortable. So it's quite nice to see characters feeling uncomfortable within a scenario which is quite new to the two of them. Yes. And we see or hear of how Coach used to court with women and how that differs with Sam's methods. Mm. We've got the completely different B story where the plumbing's broken. Yeah. And it's very cold outside. Freezing cold. Freezing cold outside, snowing. Boston winter. Norm comes up with some classic, classic. lines about the weather. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. <laughs> so as, as we said, it was freezing outside. Yes. Norm's a little bit cold. Yeah. But what's going to warm him up? Ice cold beer. Ice cold beer. And this is where we get to see uh, Cliff being Cliff for the first time, really. Yeah. He comes into his own here. Yeah. He's our fact man. Or likes to think he is. Yes. I'm not sure if they were right or not, but he he said hot drink in the summer regulates your body temperature. To feel more comfortable with the outside uh, temperature. Uh, beautiful, James. <laughs> I, I didn't know Cliff had arrived yet. <laughs> in the cold weather. You want to have a cold drink, but then uh, why? Why would you have a uh, a cold drink 
in hot weather, James. What else are you going to do with it? There we go. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Such a great line. And that's... Stupid question. That's sort of our first cliff moment. Then, yes. Where definitely. he really gets to be himself. Do you want to talk about the cold open of this episode? It is very much a cold open. It is. We've got a, a freezing cold group of tour. Ists. Ists. Tourists. <laughs> that was the word. Being led by uh, Bill Wiley into um, Cheers. And he gives the, his whole tour of Boston within the bar. And one of the tourists gives a very poignant observation about Boston. I always thought Boston was a lot bigger. It is in the summer. <laughs> but obviously Bill Wiley comes in and out of the episode. Yes, he, he does. He does recur back and forth. But another little thing which I found, which we're very familiar with by now, is um, Bill Wiley was uh, originally almost cast to play coach. Uh, I don't think I could picture that from his performance as the tour guide. No, he seems too confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and brash and sort of... Yeah. I've got some more facts about Bill Wiley. I'll snack away on these facts, James. Mm, tasty, tasty. Now... What show did you think he had a guest appearance in? It's Cheers. not Cheers. Uh, taxi! Yay! Hey. <laughs> and he had a guest role as Norm Peterson in Dallas. The, the Norm Peterson, or no, it's same just, name? Just someone called Norm Peterson. This recycling of names in, is in, wild. In, in, I in can't, Dallas. can't take it. He, was, he had two appearances in the Craig T. Nelson show, Coach, and had a guest appearance in Wings. It's all the same. Going around all the bases. This is the same facts, just different people. (laughs) Just change the names, haven't they? Every week. Coach's love interest in this episode is called Nina, uh, played by Murphy Cross. Now, Murphy Cross played Judy Griffith in two episodes of... Taxi. That's right, John. There we go. I was going to say Coach for a second, but I got it right. Got more facts about the, uh, the tourists, actually. A tourist and the little girl who comes in... To post some flyers for her school, who's doing a school play. Kion Yong, who played Tourist One, had a guest role in Taxi. Taxi. He was a main voice cast of Centurions, and this one I thought was a great title for the TV show. Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. What? This is a great name, isn't it? Karate Commandos. Karate Commandos. He's got quite a lot going on. And Okay, I'll tell you about the little girl, played by Julia Handler. She was a child actress around the time, mm. in the early 80s. She appeared in Chips, Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. and The Twilight Zone. If you're, if you're only going to do four programs... Make them Cheers, Chips, Mork and Mindy, and Twilight Zone. I'd probably have chosen... If you were a child actor in 1982, which TV shows would you have appeared in? Uh, I'm trying to think which ones would have been fun. I would have liked Mork and Mindy. Got to hang out with Robin Williams. That's true. I'm not sure if I'd like to be a child actor in that era. Now, um, when Coach brings Nina into the bar, or more accurately welcomes Nina to the bar, he's introducing people and he says, Diane smart, Diane, say something smart. Now, Diane says, Tempest Fugit. This means time flies. Mm. And I thought that was quite poignant given how Coach was mm. feeling about his age. And I thought that was a sneaky little thing for the writers to put in. Because Diane is smart. What else did uh, How else do you describe people? Uh, he says, Sam's handsome, bit of mm. a wolf. That's Norm. Uh, a bit of a wolf. That's Norm. That's not Norm's jacket. There we go. Maybe we should do some backstory to that's not Norm's jacket. Oh. So the, the bathrooms are broken. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, they have to go upstairs to the restaurant upstairs. To Melville's, yeah. But they have to look fancy. Because it's a fancy restaurant. Fancy restaurant. So there's a uh, 
a jacket on the side that whoever wants to go upstairs can put on. There's one bit where there's just a queue of mm. people standing at the stairs waiting to use the smart jacket. Got a little information about the stairs set. Yep. There's no exit or door at the top of the stairs. It just stops. So as a result, whenever someone was at the top of the stairs and the cameras were rolling, they had to wait until the cameras cut before they could leave. Do you think the um, frequent use of the stairs is a kind of foreshadowing what happens to Coach at the end of the episode in order to, I suppose, trick... I guess we should say Coach falls down the stairs. Yeah, Coach does a... Coach does, does the pratfall down the stairs. Dive. Yeah. So after Diane's encouragement, Coach eventually... Uh, asks Nina out, which unfortunately she um, says no. Coach being coach, he takes it very well, goes up the stairs, takes a dive. <laughs> Launches himself down the stairs. For a bit of sympathy. Yeah, as he leaves, he goes, works every time, gives a wink and leaves with, di- <laughs> leaves with Nina. So it's a bit of a... Bit of a... Sle- bit, bit, bit sleazy. Bit. There's been sleazier things on the show, but it's verging uh, into sleaziness. A little bit. The edge of sleaziness. This concept of an elderly gentleman falling down somewhere for an ulterior motive was also done in an Only Fools and Horses episode. Cheers came first. The Only Fools and Horses episode aired in 85. Yeah, do you remember the episode? Yeah, he he takes a dive and it wasn't like a long history of dives he had took down like wine cellars and stuff. Yeah, because he learned, he was in the parachute regiment, so he learned how to fall without without injuring himself. (laughs) And because of Coach's age Hmm. and because conscription in the US ended in the early 70s, I would assume Coach had done military service, mm. which to me could imply that he learned how not to injure himself also in the army. Possible. Much like Uncle Albert in Only mm. Fools and Horses. Can only we can only assume. But, it's in... but he's, he's <clears> took <throat> many, many an injury and been alright. He's injured himself a lot in cheers. Yeah. Fall from the stairs was nothing for him. He got back up straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I did yeah. see that it wasn't actually. Um, coach falling down the stairs. No, a little bit, of, a little bit of trickery I, there I in the production. Yes, and I, I don't mean, I don't mean, <laughs> way, I don't mean they, I don't think they went. Hey, Nikki C, just just fall down those stairs for us. I think it's all at the top, stuck at the top, <laughs> pushed him down. Get out! This is my stairs. <laughs> all the all the people had queued up and were just stuck up. There. <laughs> I suppose the the fact that the plumbing is down gives us the opportunity for a new set piece. Yes. In terms of the bathroom, the, the gents, yeah. as we call it in England. Good set decoration. Uh, yeah, lovely I believed set. it was a genuine toilet. I believe it was a genuine toilet. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Look, Try again. A beautiful, no, genuine uh, toilet. No, uh, good set decoration. They put a lot of detail into mm. that set, a lot of graffiti. And we get a little bit of a pep talk in there as well from Diane, who also notices that on the wall, is uh, a little bit of graffiti on the wall. It says, uh, for a good time, call Diane Chambers. And uh, offers a little bit of a phone number. The phone number is 867-5309. And it's a reference to a song, actually, called 867-5309, or Jenny, uh, written by Tommy Two-Tone, released in 1982. I'll have to give that a listen. But yeah, it was a lovely little set piece. And it was a nice space where Kutch could get a pep talk from uh, Diane and yeah. Carla. Yeah, who is that hunk? Good old coach. Yeah. Ding, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> the trivia's arrived. <laughs> ding dong. <laughs> What's the doorbell, John? <laughs> no. So I can't, can't do a sound effect, but you're allowed to blatantly go, oh, there is the doorbell. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I think the post just arrived. Let's have a look. I think it might be 
Some trivia mail. Oh, thank you, right, John. Ah, trivia mail, my favourite part of the episode. If anyone out there has any mail, trivia or otherwise, just send us a message. Message us on the page or just tag us with hashtag WNKYN Cheers Podcast and we'll get right back to you. What, what, what was that hashtag again? Hashtag WNKYN Cheers Podcast. Oh, what a, what a lovely, lovely hashtag. Quite catchy, I think. So, James, trivia. Can you name four items Carla won't allow in orders when she is tending bar? There's a few possible answers, uh, apparently. Umbrellas. Umbrellas is one. Spirits. Spirits is not listed here. Fruit. Fruit is one. Fruits are not allowed. Oh, yeah, fruit. Ice. Ice is another one she won't allow. Uh, so one more. Would you like me to tell you? And so you got three. Sparklers. Sparklers. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Okay. Um... Flames. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, the four items Carla won't allow in orders when she tends bar are ice, straws, cherries, olives, mixers, umbrellas, fruit, and flames. Uh, but then she, she, she's good with beer. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to get this one. Okay. When Norm enters the bar and gets asked, what's up, Norm? How does he answer? My nipples. It's freezing outside. Of course he did. <laughs> so Norm is hilarious. Yeah. He's, you know? I've got another one here. What is the name of the little girls' school? St. Matthias. St. Matthias School for Girls it is. Very good. Uh, that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> what show was the girl from St. Matthias putting on? Twelve Angry Men. I think you got it. Yeah. Here's another one. Can you name two locations that the tour guide claims Cheers is? Is Boston Bridge one? No. Then I cannot help you, James. Paul Revere's home, the home of Paul Revere. Mm. The Granary Burial Ground. Mm. The Old Corner Bookstore. Old North Church. And Harvard Yard. He says it's Harvard Yard. Sam tells him to leave and he goes, they're studying for finals. <laughs> what illness does Coach think he has after walking in the cold without a coat? Pneumonia. He thought he had malaria. <laughs> of course he did. Should we sum the episode up? Yeah. I think oh, it was a good episode. Mm, I like the, I like the coach episodes. I think we tend to get a wide array of emotions in coach episodes. Last one was Coach's Daughter was the last coach-heavy episode, and I mm. feel this one, while not as emotional as that, it certainly has themes which mm. are quite sad and quite tragic. But the more we know about Coach, the more interesting... It becomes. Mm. We also learned today that uh, if it's cold outside, we should uh, have a nice ice-cold beer to help us get a bit more warm. And with such advice, we bid you adieu. Adieu. This has been Where Nobody Knows Your Name. The Cheers Podcast. James. <laughs> hashtag WNKYN Cheers Podcast. Oh, what a lovely hashtag.